Today's reading is from the book of Isaiah, chapter 11, verses 1 through 10. A shoot shall come out from the stump of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. The Spirit of the Lord shall rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. His delight shall be in the fear of the Lord. He shall not judge by what his eyes see or decide by what his ears hear, but with righteousness he shall judge the poor and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. He shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth, and with the breath of his lips he shall kill the wicked. Righteousness shall be the belt around his waist, and faithfulness the belt around his loins. The wolf shall live with the lamb, the leopard shall lie down with the kid, the calf and the lion and the fatling together, and a little child shall lead them. The cow and the bear shall graze, their young shall lie down together, and the lion shall eat straw like the ox. The nursing child shall play over the hole of the asp, and the weaned child shall put its hand on the adder's den. They will not hurt or destroy on all my holy mountain, for the earth will be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. On that day, the root of Jesse shall stand as a signal to the peoples. The nations shall inquire of him, and his dwelling shall be glorious. This is the word of God for the people of God. You may be seated. My wife is someone who thoroughly enjoys going to Disney World. And so, being that we are now married, I get to experience Disney World a little more often than maybe I would. And so, two, about two years ago, we went down uh, to Orlando uh, after Christmas and we went to, uh, you know, go experience Disney World for the first time together. And so we had a good time, but one of the uh, new rides that was there was this ride called Rise Against the Resistance. So it's a Star Wars ride uh, for those that maybe haven't experienced it or heard about it. And apparently it was a big deal. There was a long wait and we worked our way slowly through the lines and got to this ride that everybody had been talking about. And we got in, right? We got in. And so it's like you're in this little Humvee type thing in some planet. I don't know. But so you're, you're riding, uh, listening, and then all of a sudden it's done. And I remember sitting there or standing there thinking to myself, that was it? That, that was the ride that everybody's been talking about? Well, thankfully, 
in all of that anticipation and then uh, in that slight moment of disappointment, I realized the ride actually wasn't over and there was a step two and a step three and so it became to be a, a great ride. But I remember that initial like, really? This is it? This is what I waited in line for? Because it had been built up. It was something that, you know, as someone who appreciates Star Wars, uh, was looking forward to doing because I had heard everyone talk about how great it was and so I built it up in my mind. It's what I had been waiting for on this whole trip because it was the last day. And then that initial disappointment or wonder like there has to be more, right? Like there has to be something else. And see, in our scripture today, we hear from the prophet Isaiah who is sharing with those around him the prophecy of Jesus coming into the world, right? He says it in, uh, you know, some language that, that's not necessarily as literal as, hey, Jesus is going to be born into this world, but sharing with those around him talking about a Messiah that is going to come and, and do things a little differently than what had been done before. And talking about kind of the root, right? The, the lineage, the, the where the Messiah, the, the family line is coming from. Because he talks about uh, the, the tree, right, the stump of Jesse. He talks about uh, the roots that come from Jesse, who is David's father. And so they're kind of alluding to kind of that, that family uh, lineage where they needed the Messiah or they anticipated the Messiah to come from the lineage of David. That was one of the seven characteristics that the Jewish community had of the Messiah that was coming. Now, if you go through all those characteristics, Jesus actually doesn't completely um, check off all of them. I remember sitting in my uh, Judaism class and hearing those seven characteristics that um, I don't remember all of them off the top of my head, but finding it very interesting that this anticipated Messiah that the Jewish community was waiting for, that Isaiah is speaking of, right? That Jesus didn't quite meet them all. That's why we still have people within the world today who are waiting for that Messiah. And I sit here and I think to myself as one who claims Christ is the Messiah, who believes in Jesus as the Lord, I kind of sit here in that tension as well, just as those who are wondering, because I, I think 
If the Messiah has come into the world, why is it that we see a world that is still broken? Why is it that we see a world that is still struggling? Why is it that we as individuals are still broken? Because if the Messiah had come into the world, shouldn't everything be okay? We hear all the prophecies from Isaiah, and we hear all of of what is going to happen in the midst of Christ coming into the world. And so then we have to stop and remember that as Christ has come into the world and was born as a baby to a carpenter, as Christ lived out his life and his ministry and then went through the crucifixion so that he may be resurrected, that that's not the end of the story. Just as that ride kept going, this story is continually going and this promise is continually being fulfilled as we sit here waiting and anticipating Christ to come back into the world and to completely fulfill the prophecy, the promise, to completely fulfill the mission and the call that God has given him. We're in this weird in-between time. We've seen the beginning. We've heard of Christ coming into the world. But then we have to remember that the work is not over yet. And in remembering of that story and that call and and that that promise is still being fulfilled, I hope, I know for my own life, it gives me a little more peace when I look around and I see a world that I know is broken, when I acknowledge that within my own life I am not perfect. But I know but I know that God's promise is still going to be fulfilled. And so I sit and I pray and I wait, but I wait in a way that I can help others know that that promise is still going to be fulfilled, that we are still in the midst of God's promise to us. And so, we wait. We wait with anticipation. We wait with hope. But we wait with peace. The peace that something more is coming. That that promise through Christ is still being fulfilled today 
just as it was in the moment of Christ's birth in that cave, (coughs) surrounded by animals with no ventilation, and to a carpenter and his wife. Just as the promise was being fulfilled then, it is still being fulfilled today. And so may we take peace from knowing that we are in the midst of God's promise to the world. Let us pray. Almighty and gracious God, Lord, we just thank you. We thank you. We thank you that we are reminded and have the knowledge to know that you're promise to the world that it is still being fulfilled today and that the story continues of Christ Jesus. So Lord, as we sit and as we wait with anticipation for the coming of Christ into the world, help us share that hope. Help us Help others have peace in knowing that even though we are in a broken world, even though that we are not perfect in our own lives, that we are still in your story, that we are still experiencing your promise being fulfilled. So, Lord, we thank you. It's in your son's name we pray. Amen.